She's just my sister. Podcast. <laughs> or is it just me? No. <laughs> I'm gonna pee. <laughs> Did you get that? I don't know. Oh <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Welcome to She's Just My Sister podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kaylee. And I'm Kim. And we're going to start this podcast off with our sister soiree as usual. A little party, a little catch up, if you will. Kaylee, what have you been doing lately? All right. Um, right. I've been kind of busy. Um, um, Some fun things in the last week as we took Kennedy out to our um the restaurant that I work at. Aww. Kind of part time sometimes. Cute. And we spent some time there and she got to meet everybody and we just kind of hung out. There was like a, a game on and we got to catch up with everybody and it's kind of nice being able to take her out, you know, for extended time. Yeah. And just like hang out and stuff. It's getting easier and easier and I'm like less anxiety doing it, you know. <laughs> right. The more you do but, it, the less you yeah. fear it. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of fun this week. Um, and then we are cleaning out our basement, which I talked about on one of our other episodes. But um, in doing that, we are getting rid of some stuff on Facebook Marketplace. And oh, we fun. are <laughs> both realizing, like, I know you have, you use Marketplace a ton. Yes. Like buy and sell, right? Mm-hmm. And I do also, but not as much. But both of us are realizing how weird and like I people are it. and like common sense that people don't have and like social normal social cues i don't even know the words to describe mm-hmm. it but like so like i'll post something and i just posted it and people will be like so for example we had these mirrors in the basement yeah they're like vanities kind of we get i don't know and we had originally posted yeah, them and there's you back about that oops <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. But we have a couple and Kyle said list them for 30 each. So that's $60, right? So someone right away is like, will you take 30 for both? You know, I hate like, that. People I don't always like that. do that. Yeah. And then they're just like, or like someone will make plans to come get something and then they're like, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And then they're like, will you take $15 when it's like something that's $50? And they I'm like, no, sorry. Because, you know, it's, it's something kind of big, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then they'll be like, okay, never mind. Like <laughs> after we arranged something and it's just like so annoying and kyle too is posting some of our older or like gym equipment but like he posted it like for a really good price and people are just offering him crap mm-hmm. and then they'll get there and even do the same thing and it's not because the condition like it's a better like it's cheaper than all the other ones that are listed and he's he just trying to make it fair and it's like people are just ridiculous so they that are, is my people are <laughs> annoying as hell on what that. i've gathered yeah and or like they it shows where i'm located and then they'll ask me and then be like, okay, I'm going to pick it up on Friday. Is that okay? I'm like, sure. I'll put pending. And then they're like, what's your address? And then they're like, oh, that's way too far. I Those, can't come get it's that. Like, it's like, it literally says the city yeah. even. It, like if you know the city – you yeah. know if it's too far or not. Yeah. And I then lastly on it, it's like a $5 item, say, or like a $10 yes. thing. And they're like, can you meet me in Crystal, which is literally from my house? <laughs> and mm. like it's snowing and I have a baby. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I, now I'm just like, I have a newborn. Sorry, I can't. Like I just yeah. <laughs> use well, that as my default. Like because I, I, I wouldn't either like because it's like for like a clothes or a bag. Like, come on. It's insane. Like and I'm it's like I almost just want to not do it at all but when i was cleaning the basement i found easter stuff and i was wondering if it's too early to put up easter stuff because easter's on March. april 9th yeah probably not because i by mean the time that's like a month away almost by this time i know it's coming up so, so fast when i realized yeah. it was like good friday or whatnot i saw yeah and i'm like no. oh it's like easter almost <laughs> 
Yeah. Listen that's crazy. Right now. Isn't that but yeah, crazy? Time's yeah. flying. I know. So yeah. Anyways, I was like, is it too soon or should I wait? But I brought it upstairs. Honestly, at this point, you just do whatever the hell you want because yeah, nobody is in your house. So I feel like I can do, that's right? why I decorate for Christmas so, early. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Right. Well, yeah. now with having a baby, I want to have, like, I want to start doing that every year, you know, like. Little tradition, little. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I just won't. But then I'm like, now I want to do it every holiday, kind of. Go <laughs> to freaking Hobby Lobby or yeah. Home Goods right now. They probably have, like, the best right? Easter and or any holiday, honestly, stuff. Or, like, right amazing. after for next yes. year. You know, right. that's just, how I, I got all my stuff. that. I get a lot of Take my classroom of stuff that way, like for Valentine's Day. Yeah. I yeah, stock up on like, so like even then. Valentine's. Right. For those who don't have any, I always make sure like everybody gets to pass them out. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. I love so that. We make sure so, they have stuff. Yeah. That's Telling awesome. You, it's a way to go. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What have you been up to? Oh my goodness. What have yeah. I been up to? Honestly, uh, it's been crazy and I don't think I even got to share this because of all the oh. antics we went through last week. <laughs> yeah. But it was more with work. Okay. So this is my theory, I will say. Mm -hmm. So I work for preschool program, right? But it's in the school district. So it's such weird, like fine lines because the parents pay for it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not community. It is community education, but it's not like funded by the state because it's a parent paid program. So technically, isn't it a for-profit preschool? Yeah. Technically, right? Right. So I feel like we should be able to have different standards or this or that, but I don't know how all the laws fall and everything. My biggest thing, though, is that we start in September and we've been in here six months. So their schedule is predictable. Everybody kind of runs like a well-oiled machine. Everybody knows my expectations. We're good. We're moving along. And then like the last two weeks, I got five new students at one time. And I feel and like- not? That's setting me up for failure. And I think a, one of the biggest reasons, and not to be like, oh, we're so good, but we really do work well together. And I have proven in the past that honestly, like challenging behaviors is almost like my specialty where I'm able to like connect with the kid and like build that trust where they, where I'm like, hey, this is where you belong. Like, we're a family here. Like we take care of each other. We respect each other. We're kind to each other. All of these things. I feel like giving me five kids though is like so hard, like so hard to kind of yeah. start, especially when we're like so far, so far into like the school year and everybody's kind of like on their track. And I'm like, there has to, there is like a cutoff, but I still think the cutoff is way too late because by this time we're all like, now we're just kind of like reteaching everything to all these new kids. Like I want everybody to have that opportunity. However, now it's detrimental to my class that has been here and is learning and on kind of a role to be learning more because they already know all my expectations. So I don't know. It's just right. I've, so that's what I've been doing. I just have been overwhelmed. It's just been a lot. And one kid yeah. did come in and like punch me in the stomach and stuff. So that was cool. <gasps> what? But a new um, kid? A new kid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I talked to mom and I'm like, 
I and and I know he's going through stuff, and so I and, yeah. and my thing is is that I know I'm never going to give up on a kid. I'm yeah. always, always, always going to convince them and show them that they can trust me like unconditionally. But um, I do think though that I have a war in my head sometimes because. I give like all of myself to that. So that's my life. Well, yeah. Uh, right now. Yeah, so I've been <laughs> kind of crazy. Hard to juggle because once you're in a groove and all the kids know like how you operate your classroom, your little daily things like you maybe do at the beginning of the day or a little like oh my gosh. maybe things you do like songs or whatever, like then you have all these new kids and to integrate. Maybe they've been yeah. in preschool. Maybe not. Maybe they've been in a Probably setting not, with kids. Maybe but... not. Maybe they're socialized. Maybe not. So it's just right. like Oof. Yeah. It's been it's been you can ask like all of my kids now, what do we do here? Then what do we do? Then what? Then what? And they'll tell you mm-hmm. the whole schedule. Now I'm like yeah. I feel like I'm starting over. I just feel like I'm right. drowning. Yeah. But, you know, that's a lot. It's like that's my job and that's what I like to do and that's why I'm here. So I can't really be yeah. so I got to just problem solve and mm. move on because I can give myself a pity party, but that's not going to make my class any better. That's why teachers are superheroes. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> like, and I'm literally, like, it's so, like, if people don't realize how stressful, like, it's a rewarding job, but it's so stressful with all the hidden things, which, like, I've learned from you, like, that go along with just not just singing your ABCs and doing right. puzzles like people act like sometimes it's right. like so much that you have to do, like a lot that you have to do. Well, and kind <laughs> of to add to that, it's kind of a lot of my like my idea for kind of today is mm-hmm. kind of based on a little bit of that because I think I've oh, been yeah? going through it so is much it? this week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so more so to these kids, right? Because I'm here teaching the all of these kids how to self-regulate, social-emotional regulation, and which I believe is literally the foundation to everything. So you need to learn emotional regulation, right? So if you don't have that, then you don't have the skills to problem solve. Therefore, you will not be successful throughout life, right? So I give them these tools, these little tools to problem solve all their problems. Well, what happens when I can teach just like I don't, I can't, therefore those who can't teach, right? So it's like, no, I can. And so I have thought about that a lot because it's like, okay, I can teach um, emotional regulation amazingly. I can do it in my sleep. I can help kids learn how to have big emotions, learn how to regulate big emotions. However, in my like, and that's in the classroom. And I t- said that to Brent last night, and that was kind of like one of my biggest like aha moments. And I said, I am really good at what I do. And I don't ever say that. I have no confidence in like really anything else, but I am a very, I can relate to kids in a weird way that I just have this like, I don't know, natural, I just connect with them. And it's easy for me, and it doesn't trigger me or bother me or this. But outside of the classroom, I'm 110% different at home. I do have yeah. a short fuse. I My self-regulation, I think maybe because I self-regulate all day <laughs> with other people, is yeah. off the wall and I'm not self-regulating. And so it's like this really weird tug of war. And so my thing that I wanted to talk about was the they call it the window of tolerance Mm -hmm. so it is the best state of arousal or stimulation in which we are able to function and thrive in everyday life 
So when we exist within this window, we're able to learn effectively, play, relate well to ourselves and others. So I'm going to lay out a visual for you, okay? You have Okay. We have a box with a top, a middle, and a bottom, okay? The middle is the window of tolerance. And in within this window of tolerance, right? This is when um you feel like you can deal with whatever is happening in your life. Uh you might feel stress, but it does not bother you too much and this is the ideal place to be. So this is an optimal zone and you're able to deal with stress effectively when you are in this middle zone, right? So it's mm-hmm. called the window of tolerance. So if you go up and above it, that's hyper arousal. So that initiates your fight or flight response, your panic, your rage, your stress. So in the middle, you're flexible, you're grounded, you're present. Like that's things the biggest don't bother thing. you as much. You're present in your emotions. Okay. Once you jump out into this hyper arousal state, this is mm-hmm. when you like lose control of your emotions. You have high energy, you have anxiety, anger, rage. This is where you lash out like fight or flight. You feel chaotic. So yeah. there's times like that where I just like don't even know. I'm like out of my body because I'm so like, even if I'm overstimulated, it can throw me out of that window of tolerance, right? I can't right. handle it. I don't feel flexible. That's, I am not grounded. Yeah. You know, I kind of had that overstimulated thing and kind of got like last night too. Mm-hmm. And like everything, like the dogs, like, sh- like Kennedy was fussy. And then this was going on, this was, and then the dogs were like clicking on the floor. And we were trying to like talk about something. And then Macy was making noise and knocking plants over. And I just like lost it on Macy because I'm like, I was overstimulated with the That is overstimulation. Yeah. Even though it was, she wasn't being that bad. I like acted like she was the worst dog in the world because I was like, I had enough of all this. That is a trauma response though for you Mm -hmm. because you just literally got pushed into a fight or flight state where you are Mm -hmm. now you're in this like your back's up against the wall and you're now it's you against everything because you're so overtaken by it. Now, there is the below one, right? Because we have one, two, three. We have the middle, Mm -hmm. the top. So you're hyper aroused. The bottom is your hypo aroused. Yeah. So you shut down. So this is also another, it's kind of like people say triggers, but it is. You are triggered. If you have different traumas, traumas happen to everybody in different ways, right? In different degrees. Literally. But it can, anything surrounding that can cause these things. So I think people don't talk about, they always say like your fight or flight response. Yeah. Nobody talks about the freeze. You have three, fight, flight, or freeze. So freezing is shutting down, feeling numb, getting depressive, being passive, withdrawing, or like, or your shame, or you're fatigued. You disassociate. I disassociate all the time when I'm overwhelmed and I do both. I go above and beyond. Like above Mm -hmm. and below, always. And once you start learning about these windows of tolerance, right? So this means this is telling you something about what is happening within your body and how you are, what you are doing. So we can know this, right? You can know all this stuff. And this is what a lot of things I learned in behavioral therapy. We talk about window of tolerance all the time. You learn about this window of tolerance, okay? You see yourself going above. You see yourself going below. You're trying to stay in the middle. And sometimes for me, it's like I'm above, I'm below, I'm above, I'm below. I'm like never in the middle. And it's like driving me nuts. But the core of that all, and this is going to be really annoying because it annoys the hell out of me, Mm -hmm. is 
Uh, emotional regulation is learning coping mechanisms to regulate your own emotions because mm-hmm. you are responsible for keeping yourself regulated in the window of tolerance and in the middle and yeah. it sucks it sucks as a human being sometimes i'm like this sucks it is hard work i wish i could just not care i wish i could be one of those people who just oh don't care you mean that like flies off the handle and has those reactions and you don't well, care? Or you mean that you no, don't have the just, reactions? I'm literally like just living because, life, chilling. I'm great. Oh, Life's good. Yeah. Nothing really I bothers me, saying. but nothing. But at the same time, is that disassociation? Is that right. a coping mechanism? Or are they below the window of their tolerance because they're not even living and feeling and being present? Right. That's true. I think the hardest thing that I've ever had to do is live in the window of tolerance mm-hmm. because you have to hold yourself accountable for your actions and for regulating your emotions or so recognizing if, if my kids trigger me or piss me off or i'm i'm like you felt right mm-hmm. overstimulated yeah yep. it's not everybody else's problem that's like a me problem that i need to learn how to regulate my emotions so i bring myself back down into that window of tolerance right so what right. am i gonna do to bring myself down into that Window of tolerance because the dog's always going to be tapping. The kid's going to be crying. The plant's going to be – like, it doesn't matter. My kids. Right. My kids have, like, the TV on. They're talking. Brent's having a different conversation with – like, and I'm like, somebody stop. Right. That's on me, right? Built up. Yeah. Have I freaked out on my kids? Of course. That's Mm -hmm. called being a human. Mm -hmm. But if people are like, no, I don't yell at my kids. I'm perfect. Well, then good for you, I guess, because I that's not reality (laughs) and that's not real life. People are like you learn from all this. Like if I didn't do all this, I would never learn. So also, I'm not going to just push my emotions down. If my kids do something that bothered me, like we're going to talk about it. But my biggest thing is now, how do you bring yourself back? And that's like basically my biggest thing is tolerance skills. So say we go up or we go down out of this thing, right? Mm -hmm. So we can self-soothe. So we can use our vision to focus on something else, okay? Mm -hmm. We can – so this is using like all of our senses, sight, hearing, taste, touch, smell, movement. So I'm going to go through that list. Focus on listening to sounds. So literally because you're so overstimulated, pick one of the things that's overstimulating you and focus on it. And because if you're able to do that, you can drown out everything else and it will literally start to bring you down because if you're hearing all the sounds, you're just going to keep going back up. Um, So taste, taste something pleasurable, literally like eating like some ice cream, just whatever you coffee. need to do, bring yourself, bring yourself like, and like, that's the thing, ice cream. That's a great example. Say you get yeah. ice cream, literally by taking that you can either bring yourself up or down right it doesn't matter i think wherever you are taste the different the different flavors how does the ice cream feel how does you know what i'm saying is it like creamy is it hard is it do you have to chew it like just all of those things like focusing on something else like that is some way to bring yourself back into your body because you're not in your body at that point you are literally running off emotions so touch embrace your sense of touch. When I'm overstimulated, I don't want anybody effing touching me. Do not <laughs> no touch hugs me. From brands or and it doesn't even and I feel bad because it's even my kids. Sometimes I'm overstimulated. I'm just like, oh my God. I love you guys. But that is something that I have to work on, right? This is something I need to deal with because it's like they want love. If I'm overstimulated and they want love and I reject them, 
I am creating that in them. Right. So I'm giving them, I'm doing to them what I'm trying to undo to me in a way. Right. Yeah. So I need to not do that. So I need right. to figure out how to be able to give them what they need when I need to give myself what I need too. Right. So it's all, it's really hard. I think it's, I think, I think it's hard because you're like, I think people, it's a lot easier probably if I figured this out before I had kids. So then I could like raise <laughs> kids not yeah. off of like me trying to figure out my own coping mechanisms. But well, and the more you do it or practice it, I think the easier it will be or to n- notice when you aren't in that place or you need to do it before yes. it gets to the other levels, you know? Mm-hmm. So here are all the things yes. I can't control. So anything that falls in this category, literally water off your back. Stop giving life to it. Stop giving it oxygen and fueling the fire. Here you go. It won't change it, right? It won't change. No matter how you try, you can't change these things. So you should not focus your time and energy on them. Ready? Things I can't control. Other people's mistakes. What happens around me? The other people's motives. Yeah. Other people's <laughs> happiness. I can't control what other people think or do. I can't control the future. That's a huge one for people because that's it where anxiety lies. Depression mm-hmm. lies in the past. Anxiety lies in the future. And if you're literally stuck in both of those, this is the ups and downs, right? You need to stay in that middle and be present in your life today. And I sound right. like I'm freaking preaching, but it's true. <laughs> and this is how you know it's like, true. It is. If you can like master this or even try to make steps towards this, I promise you, you see things a whole different way because you stop worrying about everything and you start worrying about what is important to you personally. Things I can't control, how others respond or react. If people like or dislike me, the past, and like, and then other people's head, and it goes into a circle. You have all these things that you can't control, all these things you can. Focus on what you can't control. Let go of what you can't. And that's why I'm here today to tell you because I have gone through it this week, and I am letting go of all that stuff and embracing the chaos. So thanks for listening to my little TED talk. (laughs) No, I love that. That's good because people don't think about these things, but they definitely can relate to it and 100% have been there before. Whether they acknowledge it or not in the moment, like thinking Mm -hmm. back or like now moving forward, maybe we'll be able to recognize that and taking the first step on recognizing there is a a problem even it's right is is like the first step admitting there's a problem well yeah you you can't fix things or change if you just if you don't admit it yeah Yeah. pretending there's not a problem kind of and i started with going coming back from arizona going i need help coping Mm -hmm. i need tools i need to find myself and I yeah. found a, way more than that. What do you got no, for I love me? That. <laughs> no, I love yeah. that. That was awesome. I have a couple things. One thing is kind of like very random and silly, but I'm going to go off of kind of what you said on something that I kind of noted over the last few days. Um, I, well, I listened to a a podcast um, by Jessie Jollis. I don't know. A lot of people don't <laughs> love maybe her. know she is. You do. Me and Kim love her. Listen if you don't her know her, look She's her up. Inspirational, just, well, therapeutic her, sometimes. <laughs> her and I like her and Claire Burns and there's no such thing as love. They're not doing it anymore, but they it's still out. But then and I haven't listened to it. She has her hers. own. Oh, you haven't? Now she has happily ever heard of it. Have you listened to it yet? No. Oh. I know. I, I need At to catch first, up. I didn't know what I thought, but now I like it because then you think about 
your own situations and how, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like more like just advice and like makes you think about your own life and what she's talking about. And you're like, oh yeah, it's good. Just like break in like normal life to like think about these things you don't normally like, yeah, think about, but it's kind of, it's somewhat related to yours. Um, and I was kind of thinking about, so like I, so I'll start by saying like, I have like really good days. I'll be like, I worked out and I'm in like, you know, have this high or positive mindset or a good start to the day and everything's kind of flowing. And I have this really positive like outlook and yada, 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 and it goes on and on. And then like, or I can have a day where I just feel like nothing is going right. And just very like, I don't know, you know, just you, you feel like you're having a bad day and you just can't shake it or everything is annoying you. Like you said, like those little mm-hmm. things, the overstimulation, the dogs are annoying you and you focus on more of the bad things. And I just r- listened to an episode by Jesse where she actually had also a great podcast personality, Chris Burns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there, he's hilarious, but they talked about like recognizing thing, little things that bring you joy, like no yes. matter how big or small that they are. And I've learned that like these little things that bring me joy, like when I do them, I that's when I have the good days and that I have control and like within mm-hmm. my power to change the bad days. So for example, I had like a bad day yesterday, but I literally did not do anything like zero of what I do that I notice gives me joy or a good, good outlook on the day, whatnot. Yeah. And so, and I had, you know, go into the next day. I'm trying to think how to word this like today. And I felt kind of the same way Then I decided, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take all of this stuff I listened to about, you know, the little things that bring me joy and I'm going to change the narrative for the day or like how my day is going to go. Cause I was like so easily like feeling just slipping into like, you know, I'm stuck in the house. I'm feeling tired from a sick baby, this and that, and just blah, blah, blah. Like overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're going to get ready. We're so first for me, like getting ready changes my my outlook for the day. Like if I stay in my like pajamas and look like a hot train wreck, hot mess, train wreck, like I should say, I just feel like so unproductive and gross and like blah. And so I'm like, okay, first I'll get ready. Then we're going to leave the house and get some coffee and it's sunny out and enjoy the sun and listen to music and podcasts and go for a drive, you know, mm-hmm. just like change the scenery. So it's like funny how like a little thing like that. So I did like seven things right there from the start of my day that brought me joy, like little things like getting ready for the day, feeling good, like the rest of the day, not like you're just a mess from the start. Um, getting out of the house, getting into the sunlight, which I love. You don't like it, but I do. No, I'll tell you what. When it was raining <laughs> yesterday, happy as can be. The day that yeah, it was was it yesterday when it was raining. It was actually not snowing. It was raining. Yeah. I cannot tell you the peace that I felt and the amazing yeah. like. See, that's funny. I, I was just opposite. like in euphoria the whole day. Mm, I, I was so it. happy. Funny. It was raining. I love the rain. I want to live so in funny. rain. It's crazy. Uh, mine was like opposite yesterday. No, yeah. I'm like but, the sun. Gross. Yeah. Shut oh, the curtain. That's hilarious. I'm crazy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
But yeah, and like the sun, getting coffee, the music, like going for a drive, just like all those little things. And it's like, and like, I like to like, you know, like do little things like look in my planner or like I used to have Mm. things I'm like excited about. And I used to have even like a gratitude journal and like do that. And like, I noticed when I did all those things, like doing work, I felt like to keep myself in that mindset. Hold yourself even accountable. Yeah. And you like writing things down. Yeah. And like my whole life's been thrown off whack a little like having a baby you don't really get to have a schedule for a while mm-hmm. and it was you know you go More day by day minute by minute for just, yourself yeah you're really just trying to like take care of and raise a human and soak in all those moments but now you know getting a little she's getting a little older I have tiny bit more control in my days, a tiny bit. I will say that with like a grain of salt, but really recognizing the things that bring me joy. And it's like, even with a baby, I can notice like, okay, like if I get ready a little bit, that will help my day be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if and- I feel myself spiraling or having a bad attitude or this, like I can do like, like take a second do the gratitude thing or leave. We're going to leave the house. We're going to go do something. Even if we just go to Target, go to the library and get a new book, go get coffee. You know what I mean? Like, Anything to make just yourself little, what little. you need. Yeah. Red light, green light today. Why don't yes. we say one thing that gives us joy and one thing that takes our joy? Okay. Should we do that for a red light, green light? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Do you want me to go first or and so you can think or do you want to go first? Yes. You can go first. Go ahead. Okay. I think one thing that brings me joy is predictability. So usually, like I'll give you an example of every night um, the kids get ready for bed and then we all sit down and we watch a YouTube person like Sniper Wolf. We watch her. We watch one of her videos. She usually has like a new video up. So that's something that brings me joy every single day that I can do and know that even if I fail at everything else, at least we can get the kids ready for bed and we can sit down and watch it. And that's something we do every day. So predictability is one thing in life, whether it's that or other things in my life that bring me joy. Um, Something that steals my joy is my past. So I think one of my biggest um, hurdles to go through is that I'm always waiting for another shoe to drop. I'm always like wondering when Brent isn't going to be what he says he is. I'm wondering when my family will fall apart. I'm wondering when something will go wrong. And I live in this constant like anxiety of well, when is the rug going to be pulled out from under me? Because it already was when I when I finally with my last relationship got very content. That's when shit hit the fan. So I, I get, I am having issues learning how to be content because I'm always waiting for this other shoe to drop. Right. That's not fair to my husband. That's not fair to my kids. That's not fair to me in my life. So that's my one thing that steals my joy literally every single day of my life right now that I'm working on. (laughs) Yeah, and that is like so vulnerable. Oh my god, it is. It really is. That was that's like a, a lot, one, but it's and so recognizing true. that is huge. And so. people deserve t- to hear people say their truth. Period. Mm-hmm. Um. So one thing that brings me joy, like each day, or you know, that I brings me happiness, is 
you know, it's kind of opposite of you, but like being outside, not opposite of you. You like to be outside, but I like, like being the dog park. In the yeah. Summer, I like go every day that brings, I guess joy. I was thinking of the sun. Cause I like to be oh, in the sun. sun, but like, um, the sun. Sorry. yeah, the like sun. once the weather permits, like I make it a thing every day, even if it's 20 minutes, I like to go outside. If it, even if I drink my coffee out there, if I go for a walk, like I love to go for a walk and that relates. I also love to get some kind of like movement, not just for like working out to like look good for a goal, but like just to, for the mindset, like benefits Again, for me. That might know. stem from your childhood. We didn't have a lot of money and stuff to do stuff. And we went on walks a lot. We did. And, and that, that might have be been a anxiety release when we were younger. Well, yeah. You. When you talked about the rain mm-hmm. on the, I also like that moment too, thinking back, but I thought of right when you said that, I thought of my walks and that where? brings me to mm-hmm. away from like, even if there's stress at home or work, like it t- gives me, if it's even 20 minutes away, like to just do something for me that I like to do. And like, I feel like I can just breathe and like soak in the nature or whatever I'm walking by. You know what I mean? Yes. I love so, that. So yeah, that is a thing. And I can't wait. Like I said, every day, probably on every episode that I can't wait to walk <laughs> with my little stroller with my baby. But yeah. So that is definitely a big one for me. And then one that steals my joy is kind of very similar to yours in a way or stuff we've already talked about, but like kind of like the moods of others or like others opinions of others too. Reactions. Like, others yeah, like moods. Feelings like not letting of something. Their feelings or negative view be mine or me to like chameleon to that while I'm like with those people or you know what I mean? Or like mm-hmm. let it affect me. I like their opinion or what they're going to, how they're going to react to this. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Okay. Like that's not my opinion. Like being able yeah. to. As long as I'm not like hurting people or doing yes. something like wrong, really. Like it's not any of my business what they're going to think of it, you know. True. If it's not what they want. But yeah. So like yep. being able to tell yourself, well, do I believe that? No. What do I believe about that? And then being like, so no. I agree. Standing, standing in your own truth. Exactly. Despite everybody else's opinions. Right. Is no huge what. and uncomfortable. It is. It is. It is. And <laughs> I, you just, the more well, you don't do betray it. yourself for somebody exactly. else's opinion, right? Because then you're not going to be happy. And are they going to really care? No. No. Working so. on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's all a work, work in, in progress. progress. I mean, literally, yeah. life's a work in progress, right? Exactly. That's what this should be called, a work in progress. We got deep today. We, we didn't did. even mean to, really. But I, I mean, like it. And I, I was yeah, thinking about that on our way out. Like, <sighs> like it got real of, serious. We did. But, but I think it's okay. It's it's good to be funny and silly and that we have that, like, side of us. But we also have, like, times where we can, like, kind of talk about things that are not comfortable to talk about. Yeah. So that we don't feel like we're literally the only one in this world dealing with it. Right. And hopefully people listening, instead of like listening and being like, wow, this is like a boring like self-help episode or something. If you're not into like that kind of stuff. Maybe like if you, when, while you listen, if you think of how it relates to How can you put some of these things in your life? Yeah. Or thinking about them. Maybe there are things you don't even think about. Be like, what does bring me joy? You know, yeah. Like think about an answer down. to these questions. Right. And do you just, have a window of tolerance? Right. What brings me? you out yeah. of the window of tolerance? Do you? What brings <laughs> yeah. you down? What brings you below it? What answer keeps you those centered? questions? 
Yeah. I mean, but that's the biggest thing is some of the people, some people who don't want to hear about that, who don't want to look in the mirror yet, who's not, who aren't ready, Need it. it's going to be boring and they don't want to talk about it because yeah. that's the hardest thing to do, right? Is to look at yourself. It's easier that's to look at everybody first else's step flaws. to changing anything though or ignore it. Ignoring it is the easy things. part. Yeah. Actually working through it, that sucks. It does, but, but it's, worth, it's it. worth it. I promise. Mm-hmm. Nobody said it's easy, but it's hard. No one said know. it's easy, but it's worth it. Here's oh me bringing up half-assed quotes, Jesus. knowing the quote, or like I feel like we're like now quote, we became a Hobby Lobby store. Leave yeah, like, love, like your house full of like <laughs> like <laughs> little quotes and sayings. Find what is hard and do it. Mine, like it's just like oh. so stupid. Like I mean, <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but we kind of just did a whole like an hour about don't, all that but right we did don't look back you're not going that way or something literally <laughs> stupid like i don't know tomorrow tomorrow didn't happen yesterday i already have whatever today's a gift that's why they call it the present it's just like <laughs> yeah. god jeez Bringing but cheese. <laughs> thanks for coming along in our yes, our journey of self-help and uh revelations and our work proje- uh, work in progress. So we're an yeah, emotional work in progress. Hopefully <laughs> you can relate or, you know, some of this helped you just get the wheels turning. So. And email us, please. Seriously. Yes. Anything, obviously. Like, look how vulnerable I, we're being. It doesn't matter. <laughs> just tell us. Like, tell us stuff. anything. If you don't want us to read it, just say you don't want to read it. But tell us, like, you're listening. That'd be even great. I love yeah. that. All those little things. Like, that brings me joy. Give me some joy. Yeah. We <laughs> no, just want to know you're there. Come give on. me some joy. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you for listening with that. I am the cute one. She's just my sister. Bye. Bye. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Email us at sjmspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at sjmspod. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.